Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Good morning, everybody. Rise and grind. It's 7.58 a.m. on a Saturday morning, a brisk Saturday morning. I already turned my episode in, but I woke up feeling a little extra zesty. And I was trying to scream at Andrew's corpse-like body next to me, just like my grievances about the world and social media, and she doesn't really care. So I had no choice but to saunter over to my computer and scream into a microphone. Early morning, she wakes up with a nut. Why does she cry? I'll tell you why I'm fucking crying. Because I don't want to spend one more second, one more minute, or one more day absorbing the mediocrity that is plaguing the internet right now. It is the silent pandemic of 2022. And I had an epiphany, an epiphonic moment last night while I was trolling, trolling till my fucking phalanges started twitching. And people were like, Jackie, if you hate it so much, get off the internet. Thank you so much for all of your mind bending solutions. No, because then I'd have nothing to complain about. And complaining is coping and coping is thriving. I'm going to tell you about my best friend signing me up for a week-long therapy camp in October in a second. But first, let's just talk about the mediocrity because I feel like everyone slowly but surely, it's very much like that homeland, Carrie Matheson, where everyone, all the strings are connecting and we're all looking at each other like, whoa, 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 
whoa, did you see that? Did you see that? The fact that we're consuming so much mediocrity from sunrise to sunset, it's doing something to our brains. And it is my personal mission statement to look you dead in your eyes, shake you violently and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I felt this way for a while, but it really hit an apex while I was watching the Met Ball red carpet because I could not believe that we have come to a place in the world, especially after suffering collective trauma, a la coronavirus and everything else going on in the world, the social unjust and blah, blah, Roe versus Wade, the hits keep a fucking coming. The fact that we can't discuss an atrocious outfit without the qualifying, like, well, you know, I loved her in Coda and this dress is super pretty. Like, why the fuck can't we talk shit about people's outfits heading into a Met Ball that's like a, you know, $50,000 a plate extravaganza that we'll never even get to put our fucking pinky toe on the carpet of. It's not a big deal. Not everybody gets a gold star on their fucking forehead and a participation trophy. Let me tell you something. When I have children, we are not doing participation trophies in this fucking house. You know what? My dad was the coach of my basketball team. And granted, I was very swiftly and quickly kicked off and and banned from the youth league because I had too many fouls because I would stick my fingers in people's eyes, which I actually think is quite inventive. And then I would take the basketball and put it under my shirt like a pregnant lady and just start running because I thought that was funny. And I score baskets in the wrong team. And there was slight physical altercations on the court. I did break my own teammate's nose. That's not important. My dad benched my ass. He's like, listen, you got a lot of gifts. Basketball isn't one of them. Lisa Leslie could quite literally never. So you're going to sit on this fucking bench and have a Capri Sun while we try to win some games, sweet cheeks. And you know what? I say, thank you, dad. No motherfucking participation trophies in this fucking house. You understand what I'm saying? MVP or bust. If you're not first, you're fucking last. That's the way the world works, you dumb fuck, okay? So we don't need to sit around like little mediocre bobbleheads in Windsor fashions and be like, yeah, it's pretty. I love it. This is gorgeous. It was handmade by Somalian orphans. This signifies the the gilded stock market crash of 1931. And a canned food drive, I will fuck you up. Are you kidding me right now? For the people, the little people, bras off, sitting at home, having a goddamn Tito's and soda out of a paper cup, just trying to feel something. We can't talk shit about someone's fucking outfit. I say it all the time. I don't give a fuck. I'll keep repeating myself. Five minutes to Watner, five minutes to Watner. Fucking Rain Woman vibes. This is crazy. Oh, it's pretty. Like, I'm going to fuck somebody up. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. It's it's actually condescending to the consumer, and it's intellectually insulting that we sit at home and we believe, we have to pretend that you think everything is so pretty. Pretty bird, pretty bird. <sighs> this is a mediocre May Day, okay? This is what I like to call the half-speed holocaust, the hooked-on phonics holocaust. I just feel like post-pandemic, everyone is so fragile and feeble, and it makes us feel safer to metabolize public figures operating at a muted metaphorical decibel. Come with me. Come with me on this journey. Buckle your fucking seatbelt. Take a horse tranquilizer because mama's on a roll. I think about like 
it girls. I think about TikTok. I think about influenza and my vagina just straight inverts every day. You know, some people reach their gratitude journal. I literally get on my phone the second I wake up, I feel complete. I feel happy. I feel stable. All of the things I feel a hell of a lot better about myself because I'm like, these bitches have a shelf life. What are they bringing to the table? I don't need to see Olivia Culpo in a bedazzled bikini top, swaying her hips to Jack Harlow, looking in the camera with her asymmetrical bob. I've seen it before. I don't need to see Xenia stomping in her Doc Martens like, this is cute. Should I do the Mew Mew skirt or the Gucci polo? Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to need a little razzle dazzle, a little pizzazz, a little personality, a little flicker behind the fucking eyes, or I'm going to short circuit. I just don't get it. I, I, I totally don't get it. This is a full case study. We are celebrating mediocrity every day. We have emboldened and empowered people with lackluster personalities and minimal opinions. In a world of 31 flavors, we have chosen vanilla every single day and then put it on a pedestal of morality and perfection. And you know what? You know what? You know why we do that? Now I'm just, (laughs) my brain and my mouth disconnected for a second. I'm going to get back on track. The reason we do this is because it's non-threatening, because it doesn't challenge us, because it makes us feel a little bit more like a seasonal flavor, hence giving us more atmospheric allure. We double tap mundane skincare routines, shitty voiceover bits, and general digital malaise all fucking day. We have created monsters. This is on you. This is on me. This is on us, but never again. Okay. They don't even have enough personality to be actual monsters. They're just half speed, semi-tone deaf, lifeless charisma carcasses. Wow. 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 I can't. It says more about us than them. And I only say us because I want to make you feel better about yourself because I don't subscribe to stupid, the vocal fry, the negative three personality. I just refuse. Unsubscribe, spice up your life, kick it up 19 notches, have an opinion, lean in, live, laugh, love. Oh my God. Wow. That was beautiful, Jackie. Thank you. Not all probiotics are created equal. That's why I use seed. What is Seed and what is their daily symbiotic? I'm going to tell you, Katie. It's a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic plus prebiotic. It's a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. I'm not sure if you know this, but a lot of probiotics actually can't make it to the trip to your gut. It gets intercepted. I'm not a doctor, but that's just the truth. So the two-in-one capsule by seed protects the probiotics through digestion so it can ensure delivery to the colon. If you've taken a probiotic before and you never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract, but seed is designed differently and that's just why it works. Okay. Not to brag, but before seed became a sponsor of the show, your girl paid retail, founded at air one, never looked back. Many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which can include bowel movement regularity and eased bloating. Cause listen, bitches, be bloated. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com forward slash Bible and use code Bible to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds DS01 daily symbiotic. That is seed.com forward slash Bible seed.com forward slash Bible. You're welcome. 
This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast is also brought to you by Moon Juice. If you haven't tried Super You, you need to listen up because this episode is going to stress you out. You know, obviously, I run a little high stress, but with Moon Juice Super You, it really, really helps. You got to stop stress before it starts. Super You is designed to help you find your calm. And when you're in your calm, you are in your power, honey. So the Moon Juice Clinical Strength Formula helps regulate cortisol for proactive and reactive stress support. So they have four potent adaptogens that alleviate the emotional, mental, hormonal, and physical manifestations of stress. Super You is their number one bestseller. 18 million capsules sold in just four years. This really, really works. All the ingredients are 100% traceable, unadulterated, and sustainably sourced. So you've got the ashwagandha, you've got the shatavari, you've got the rhodiola, you have the amla, okay? It really is amazing. It totally works. I know you probably are thinking, wow, Jackie, you're a psychopath, but I'm actually cool, calm, and collected 99.9% of the time. Thanks to Moon Juice Super You. Just two pills a day to keep the stress away. I take them in the morning and I can immediately feel a difference. Not only am I more relaxed and able to handle the shit life throws my way, but I'm also (laughs) a little less irritable, which is nicer for the people around me, but also nicer for me. Your calm is your power, friends. To find yours, go to moonjuice.com forward slash Bible and use code Bible at checkout for 20% off. Guys, I swear by this product. I really really do. Moonjuice.com forward slash Bible and use code Bible at checkout for 20% off. Plus they have a wide array of other amazing products. Tried and true, baby. We're back. I'm funny in the morning. (laughs) Oy vey's mirror. I talked about this on Instagram a couple weeks ago, but how the fuck, how the actual fuck does Vanessa Hudgens get invited to so many places? I just need to understand. I mean, I did really appreciate her Polly Blend Fredericks of Hollywood. It's Moschino. I don't care. Me no likey. I hated it. I don't understand how she's on every fucking red carpet. She was in tick, tick, boom. Okay, I'm going to tick, tick, boom my brains out if I have to see her at the Oscars one more time. Or at the Met Ball asking all the hot guys. How does she get so many invites? What is the Vanessa Hudgens effect? Can somebody please conduct a case study and submit it to Stanford Law? Because I don't understand what's going on. It's absolutely insane. I'm starting this new rhythm where I'm like, I don't like to do celebrity gossip, but I feel pretty comfortable talking shit about celebrities that I have no desire to be friends with. I think that's like my new frontier. Like it's all fair game. Cause it's like, Hey girl, we should get drinks. We're never getting drinks. We are never, ever, ever getting drinks together. Cause as you can imagine, my DMS are just flooding with invites. Oh, tower bar SVB. I can't. No, please me. I'm busy. I'm locked and loaded. How's August? I, nobody's asking obviously and good for them. They should protect their reputation. Speaking of reputation, you know, listen, I get a lot of heat because I just love myself and that really triggers people. And because I live my life with the philosophy Teflon titties and, you know, nothing that a stranger is going to say to me is going to fuck up my day because the people that I really love really love me. And that's all that matters, folks. Cue the motherfucking rainbow. I do think it's fun to share some DMs that I get, you know, just top of the request list because it's not all rainbows and sunshine over here. This isn't like a ploy or a desperate attempt for people to be like, 
I love you. You're great. Like we don't, we don't operate like that. You can go somewhere else. You can find it on the internet, but that's not what our connection is. Okay. I don't subscribe to follower mentality because it's condescending. It's like, I'm up here and you're little plebeians. My listeners are down there. Worship me, worship me. It's pathetic. It's disgusting. And I do not subscribe to it. So there's that. But just as a palate cleanser, I think once in a while, it's funny to share some of the messages that I get because I truly love them. They they don't fuck up my day. If anything, they give me a little pep in my step and a little sparkle behind the retinas. Cue the music, Taylor. Cue the mazak. These are all from within 72 hours. This is just a little, an aperitif, okay? An amuse-bouche. Jackie, you used to be funny. Now you're just old, boring, and totally unrelatable. It's time for you to retire, bitch. You need more than veneers. No offense, but you're just like not pretty, LOL. I don't get it. Vanessa Hudgens was in an Oscar-nominated film. What the fuck have you done? You know what, that's fair. I am a pop star, number one on the iTunes charts, but that's fine, whatever. Your husband is definitely cheating on you. Wow, what a cunt. That one really gave me a gay old chuckle. Who even listens to this podcast? Making fun of people isn't cool in 2022. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's so fun. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's so fun. Pour a cocktail. You aren't funny and not cute. Unfollow. Bye. See you later. Bye, last bitch. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And last, but certainly not least... You're a kike. Thank you, and Finn. Cue Lisa Barlow. I love that. I love that. I love that. I actually do love it. I love it. My friends love it. My family loves it. My husband, he doesn't love it as much, but you know, he's, he's not made of Teflon. He's like, who said that to you? Are you okay? And he starts getting a little soft in the eyes and wants to have a warm embrace. And I'm like, nope. A single mom that works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops. I love that song so much. Sorry, I was just adjusting my pop filter for a pop star, a one-hit wonder. How many times have I begged little Handy Andy to slice and dice me a bop for summer, a summertime bop? If anyone thinks of like a great title for a summer anthem sung by yours truly, please slide into my DMs and let a bitch know. I was trying to play with SPF for a while, which is like ironic because I'm allergic low-key to sunscreen, but I thought like SPF, stupid, puffy, pussy fucker. So I don't know, something, something. Just, Just brew on it and let me know. I'm like, Andrew, really? Are you busy? He's like, producing a song for Celine Dion. And I'm like, you know what? Who's Celine Dion? Okay. Who cares? I think it's weird that he hasn't proposed the idea of us doing a Celine Barbara tell him regurgitation. Have you heard the song tell him by Celine and Barbara? Play that on motherfucking loop. Okay. Take your tampons, hold them, clutch them near and dear into your womb, and then listen to Celine and Barbara sing, tell him full volume windows down. You're welcome.
Speaking of windows down, do you remember that time on New Year's Eve when I almost got murdered by a homeless man that was chasing me while I trudged through torrential downpour to get discount sea urchin in Mar Vista to make a celebratory uni pasta all the while I had COVID and didn't even know it? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It happened again. So yesterday, I was sitting outside the Panini Kebab Grill in Woodland Hills, okay? Just minding my manners, eating my kebab in the car with my Amazon car tray. Fucking Google it. Don't DM me. I cannot believe the amount of dumb fucks that think that it is so okay to show their lack of resourcefulness to a total stranger and be like, where'd you get the tray? You're talking to somebody that eight years ago did my podcast artwork on clip art paint from a Microsoft desktop computer because I didn't know how to use Photoshop. So I drag and dropped like random white squares to fill in a backdrop and then found a photo of me from fucking Facebook and somehow learned to Photoshop it with the dog. Like you got to figure things out for yourself. Okay. It is 2022. You want something? It's so easy. The phone is listening to you. There's robots everywhere. You're chipped. You've got a microchip in your arm from Moderna. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just like to sprinkle these things in and see the aftershock waves because people get so upset. And it's all just a little bit funny. Listen, chip, chip, clip, clip. I don't care. Give it to me hard, nasty. I'm going to Italy in two weeks. I don't give a shit. Anyways, the moral of that story side note story is, uh, you know, fucking Google it. So I'm sitting in my car looking at beautiful Ventura Boulevard. The cars go by in a heat wave, just hot box in my car with a kebab and an avocado romaine salad with a little edamame hummus just to feel something. And I see in my rear view mirror that there is this very very methy white dude holding a crack pipe barefoot. And to be honest, I felt bad for his little methy feetsies because Valley Asphalt is no goddamn joke, okay? It's hot. It's swampy. So I'm eating my kebab and all of a sudden I hear a bang on my trunk, a little just straight punching my car. And sometimes, you know, I've I've been in many situations where I've wondered if you fight crazy with crazy. Like, do they sub each other out? You know, when you have a double negative, then it becomes a positive. Like if I got out of my car and I have some rogue hair extensions in the back of my car and I just started throwing hair and like screaming and crawling on the ground and like licking the asphalt and then rubbing kebab all over my face, would he be like, whoa, this bitch is crazy and then move on to the next car? Or do you just go completely blank? Because I've tried both and both haven't worked. I swear to God, you should have seen me during Sea Urchin Gate, okay? I was like fucking Vin Diesel in Tokyo Drift, whipping and naying through the streets of Culver City, just like uh, my best work. I was watching the news last night. (laughs) I wasn't watching the news. It was like, you know. You know, when you turn the TV on (laughs) and it's just like the spectrum app, that's just like giving general evergreen tidbits that aren't even somewhat a shrivel of a news story. Before I sat down to watch the real housewives of Beverly Hills premiere spectrum news. And I use that term loosely was on for about, you know, 14 seconds. And they were doing a story about being buried at sea. Did you know that any motherfucker can legally be buried, coffin and all, in the motherfucking ocean, okay? We're worried about plastic straws, okay? 
The answer is a hard no. I don't need Cheryl's good arm washing up to shore while I'm having Aperol spritzes at Soho House in Malibu living my best damn life in a maxi dress looking effortless, okay, with some Ray-Bans. And all of a sudden I see a rogue arm wash up. No. What do you mean? We're just dropping coffins in the Pacific? I don't like it. This is why I don't get in the water. Oh, you want to go scuba diving? Yeah, sure thing. Ooh, somebody take me to Hanama Bay. I'm going to put my goggles on and look for sea turtles and fucking loose appendages and maybe a skull. Oh, is it a seahorse or is it my dead grandpa's shriveled penis that's separated from his body after his fucking coffin disintegrated in the ocean? No. Ah, look, a sea cucumber. Nope, it's a flaccid penis. It's a corpse penis. Speaking of cucumbers, oh, you know what? I can't, I have boundaries for my own mental health and self-preservation. And I physically, mentally, and emotionally cannot discuss the viral video of Kendall Jenner trying to cut a cucumber because it's actually bad for my spirit. Cucumber is the new C word, not cunt, not on this podcast. The C word is cucumber, and we shall not use it. I need time to process. I am going to London tonight for the first time in three years. I am so fucking excited, A, to be in London, but more importantly, tonight is the night that I get to relapse on Advil PM for the first time in months. I can't believe it. I have not broken my sobriety. Give me all the goddamn chips, okay? Not chips like potato chips. I'm talking chips, sobriety chips, okay? I want enough sobriety chips that I can make a replica Paco Rabanne tank top out of the chips. I already have them packed in a little Ziploc in my carry-on, okay? I am foaming at the mouth just thinking about it. I'm going to crush it up the second I touch down at London Heathrow and snort it off the floor of fucking customs. Then I'm going to take one vaginally before bed so it hits harder. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to have a Connaught martini in Mayfair, maybe a Chiltern Firehouse to get those crab donuts or sunchokes and an Advil PM for dessert. Also, I can't get any amazing restaurant reservations without exploiting people and their connections around me. So if anybody listening has some type of hookup, could you please DM me? Otherwise, I'll be at Nando's or fucking Wagamama. And you know I fuck with the pork belly bun at Wagamama. Also, a delicious side salad. I'd really like to go to Annabelle's or Isabel or Casa Cruz or, you know, a great table at Chiltern Firehouse or whatever is new and cool. Just like me, new and cool, old and horsey face, whatever. Just let me know. I will obviously be at the Cow, which is my favorite restaurant in Notting Hill. It is the best. The crab pasta will will do things to you that I can't even explain. And they do like a rogue radish salted butter with a bread and like a cow's lager. And you're just... You're in the thick of it. I'm so excited. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to get a Nando's chicken wing on Bayswater and fuck myself with it, okay? Yogurt machine and all for a cool down. And then I'm going to go to Dishoom and scissor some masala. Speaking of scissoring, okay, I have some great news. We have found, and by we, I mean me, I have found the perfect location for the bitch Bible retreat that I have been trying to facilitate. 
Listen up, sluts. Pack your bags, prep your livers, and your fucking labia, because we are headed for a week in a fun, fun, fun at Alcatraz Island. Sarah's will be fed to the shark-infested waters. If you misbehave, we'll put you in the, in the Birdman cell. Oh my God, we could have martinis in the medical institution facility that's on the island. Can you imagine? <laughs> Bring your straight jackets and your blue cheese olives. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Room accommodations, everyone will get their own jail cell (laughs) with a, you know, one inch mattress on the floor. If you pay more, you can get more of a view. So probably like just a higher up cell so you can see the Bay of San Francisco from your jail cell. And imagine all of us wearing matching sleeper pajamas, you know, those fabulous pajamas with the ostrich feathers around the cuffs and the legs. And everyone just gets like some, I don't know, you get like one shawarma wrap that's just like in the corner of your jail cell and we just chug martinis and we just have like 90s alternative blasting through the prison. Low lighting, diptyque candles, shawarma, prison, solitary confinement vibes, straight jackets, and like Lisa Loeb. If the Alcatraz Island rental fees are a little too high out of budget for me, there's also a Helen Keller music festival, which is just the biggest joke I've ever fucking heard. It is hilarious. And honestly, I'm a little pissed I didn't think about this myself. Nestled near a bountiful big spring, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains is the city of Tuscumbia, Alabama. The French first settled in the area near the Tennessee River in the 1700s, okay, only to have their town destroyed in 1786. Truly, I don't give a fuck about any of that information. All you need to know is that Tuscumbia is the location of the Helen Keller Music Festival coming to you June 23rd. Buy your tickets. Free plug. What kind of... (laughs) You know the bands are going to be popping at the Helen Keller Music Festival. Oh my God, the talent, the range. I don't know, Tuscumbia. I might have a little legal case on our hands because I'm pretty sure a few months ago I pitched a Helen Keller musical. Mine was a different type of, it wasn't really a musical. It was more of a sensory experience or lack thereof where you buy a ticket and, you know, all of the the pamphlet, the website, the ticket sale, everything is, you just bang your head against keyboard. So, you, you know, the information is a little, you don't really know where you're going. It doesn't matter. You get picked up in a bus. Okay, now I'm like really expanding. You get picked up in a bus obviously blackout windows. Okay. Upon getting to the event location, you're blindfolded and they give you earplugs. So you can't see or hear. And basically you're just going to have to crawl, find your seat. And then you just sit in silence (laughs) for two and a half hours. And we'll put plates of food on the ground. Some marinara sticks, crudite, maybe a crab cake, stuffed mushroom, and then you could just crawl around. And if you if, if you find something, you can just woof it or not. You know, it's it's an experience and it's grounding. If you want tickets to my new hot musical, you're going to need some money. And no one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. 
Also, don't you want to upgrade that piece of plastic free floating in your purse? With the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. You see, with Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. Listen, I know this firsthand. You're listening to somebody that had literally the worst credit score of all time for the majority of my life. And now, humble brag, my credit score is booming. It matters. Grow up, okay? What are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com forward slash Bible. That is chime.com forward slash Bible. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp, Bank or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Everybody knows that my problem zone is my hair, okay? And luckily, I have way to help a bitch out, okay? Hair care is so much more than just styling the hair. You really need a daily hair and scalp health regimen, and it can make a massive difference. I will tell you, because of all my blow dries and the bleaching and the Brazilians and every fucking treatment under the goddamn sun, my scalp gets torched. Way has a new scalp serum that is going to change your life. They also have thick and full supplements. So it's a complete solution for promoting the appearance of thicker, fuller, healthier hair. Isn't that what we all want? I have to tell you, you need to try this scalp serum. I was a little trepidatious because I'm like, a scalp serum, what the hell is that? It is a total game changer. So it's a daily scalp serum. It can be used day or night with wet or dry hair. It soothes irritation from tight ponytails and excessive hair detangling. Hi, you know me. I am a slicked back pony kind of gal and it kills my scalp. So I have been using this way scalp serum. By the way, it also smells incredible. Your hair feels stronger. It looks fuller. It's safe for color treated and chemical treated hair. This is a big one. And they also are using like skincare inspired ingredients like hyaluronic acid and adaptogens. So it's kind of like something you would put on your face, but you're putting it on your head. It makes sense. You know, when you say it out loud, it's really all clicking for me. Also, it's vegan, gluten-free, and cruelty-free. Per usual, we love whey. Grow all the way with Whey's scalp serum and thick and full supplements. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use code BIBLE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That is 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Code BIBLE. I got to call my lawyer, Fran, and see what the actual insurance liabilities are for hosting a bitch Bible retreat, because I low-key think it would be the funniest shit of all time. It would be unhinged. It'd be controlled chaos. It would be glamorous, but also disgraceful. It would be very Revolve Festival adjacent, but let me tell you, there would be air conditioning. We wouldn't have any water, but we'd have Splenda's, celery, ice chips. It could be like a wellness retreat for the unwell. (gasps) God, the branding, the branding. You know, I got to tell you. I really shouldn't be allowed in professional settings ever again. I didn't realize it, but I went to Dear Media a couple weeks ago and I typically always record from home 4 a.m. That's my thing. But I am the walking epitome of an HR violation. And it's so natural to me. I'm not trying to be provocative. I just literally have Tourette's. Jackie, don't make fun of people with Tourette's. Hey, hey, hey. If you have Tourette's, 
and that offends you, you should say thank you for my due diligence and my allegiance to the Tourette's community by aligning myself, okay? And if you don't have Tourette's, you're just offended on their behalf. So you can literally go shut the fuck up and have an anthrax <laughs> and have an anthrax cupcake, you dumb bitch. Do society a favor because everybody fucking hates you. How do you like that? I'm so sick and tired of these people who align themselves. They're being offended on other people's behalf when the people who are actually the target of the joke aren't fucking offended, okay? I get it every week. And sometimes a bitch just snaps. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Of all the shit I said, you're upset because I made a turtle joke? Are you a turtle? Because guess what? You look like a turtle. You look like Franklin's ugly sister. So why don't you go crawl into your little turtle cave? And then I'm going to get a bulldozer and I'm going to run you over, you dumb bitch. Get a hobby, okay? To quote the great Bethany Frankel, go get a hobby. Or why don't you take all that rage and run for something? You know, city council, get at it. But no one's going to vote for you because you're a fucking cunt. There was this bitch named Sarah who was just nonstop messaging me this week, telling me I'm ugly every day, all day. And I swear, I'm not just saying this. First of all, I'm not saying it to be, to have people compliment me. I think I'm stunning. (laughs) I really do. So it really doesn't hurt my feelings. It was just kind of becoming annoying when someone is deliberately trying to get under your skin and they're a stranger and they're doing overtime. And I got to tell you, I want you to listen the fuck up and turn up the volume. I have an IT guy and I'm petty. So if you fuck with me to a certain degree, especially on the tail end of Mother's Day when I'm a little Phoebes and frage, I will pay said IT guy to run some diagnostics and find out where you work. And I will make a phone call to your boss with screenshots. Okay, Sarah? So I would be very careful, especially if you're a legal professional, before you start slinging shit in the DMs on a workday. Lest us not forget that Jackie is a petty ass bitch. Don't try me. I am fiscally irresponsible. I am menstrual and I'm ready to rumble. So if you want to dance, bitch, put on your tap shoes and meet me in the dance floor because I'm going to pot a ray all over your fucking life. And I always ask, I say, listen, if you are so passionate about telling me I'm so ugly, What do you look like? And could you send photos? And I'm very happy to open the floodgates. I like a public poll. Let let the universe speak, okay? I'm down. I totally get it. But you better be fucking gorgeous, okay? And also, in a moment of vulnerability, I was like, you know what? This week's kind of hard for me. It was the day after Mother's Day or something. Thank you so much for, for your kindness. And she's like, wow, bothered. And just nonstop. And when you... When someone deliberately is trying to hurt another person, it's not just like stupid DM shit talk, which I love. That's on you, Sarah. Good luck. Good luck, sweetie. Let's change the tempo. Something a little more upbeat and positive. Let's talk about shit I'm just fucking hating this week, okay? Because, you know, we gotta keep it spicy, light and fluffy. Okay. I feel very passionately about this, and I'm really sorry because I know that a lot of people are going to be very upset about it, but here you go. 
the relatability continues. The Louis Vuitton never full bag. You gotta burn it. I don't know how to say this gingerly, so I'm not. It's the least cool bag you could ever, ever carry. It says it all in the name. You know why it's never fucking full? Because it's ugly, tacky, 2008 birthright Barbie vibes. Grab that fucking bag, some Tory Burch flats, and sensible three-quarter length poly blend blouse and walk into a burning building. You are better off. I swear to God, using a trash bag as a purse. People are probably going to think it's Balenciaga. When I see it, I grit my teeth and I clutch the nearest thing I can get my hands on because it takes the wind. It takes the wind out of me. The women that think that they are being chic and tasteful, opting for the white and gray checkerboard Louis Vuitton Neverfull instead of the uh, monogram, even worse, even worse. I don't care if your husband bought it for you for your honeymoon. I don't care if it it was your first baby diaper bag. I don't care if it was your college graduation present. I don't care about any sentimental value that is attached to that bag. We need to be untethered to people, places, or things, okay? Teflon titties. You gotta burn it. Burn it. Other things that are making me irrationally upset this week. Hmm, Selena Gomez's TikTok account. It's just not clicking for me. I don't get what's going on. It's like the twilight zone. I'm like, what? And you know what? Haley Bieber, God, what a gorgeous girl. But we get it, you know? Is everybody on horse tranquilizers? And if so, can I get some? Could some someone somewhere drop them at my house? Because I, I think I'm doing overtime over here, okay? Because it, I, I'm so infuriated by this glazed, lackluster internet persona that is just gangbanging me that I need. I, I really like feel a, a social obligation to click it up 85 notches and it is killing me. I'm married to someone that's a little low energy and I say to him all the time, I'm like, listen, it is a luxury to sit back and let other people do the heavy lifting socially and chutzpah vibes. But once in a while, you need to turn the goddamn lights on. You have an internal pilot light that is just puttering, okay? Leaking gas. Turn that bitch on and let her flame, okay? Like I said, I'm pretty comfortable talking light shit about celebrities that I don't think I'm ever going to be friends with. Like I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I don't know that I fit in into the Kendall, Bella, Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez uh, social dynamic. And I know they're not all friends. I'm just saying, I don't know that I could pop into any of those friend groups and really, you know, be cohesive. I'd love to be friends with Adele. I'm trying to manifest. And by manifest, I don't believe in manifesting that. I just think she'd fucking love me. There, now we've said it. I think I could fuck with Gigi, but not Abella. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yes, you are. We're here together. I will tell you that I have talking to, I, I have been to, I come from Tuxicumbia, Alabama. <laughs> I've been talking lots of shit on this podcast. And sometimes I talk shit about someone and then they slide into my DMs and then we become friends like the pioneer woman, Reed Drummond. I love that bitch. I once said about Reed Drummond and I, I feel pained even repeating it because she's so cool and lovely. I, you know, peak coronavirus was watching a lot of Food Network. Okay. Pop on the channel. Reed Drummond, very triggered by anything that was wholesome at the time. You know, just couldn't compute it, couldn't deal. I had, you know, I was banging my head against a wall. Just my world was on fire. And it was just about me. The pandemic was all about me. I don't know if you guys knew, but like it was a really hard time for me during the pandemic. 
classic Jack. I'm like, I was going through a rough time. So like, spare me. The world, the world was just fully imploding. And I'm like, oh God. But like, I can't even go get sushi. This sucks. But downloads are booming. Um, This is why people hate me. So, you know, I start ripping this crazy bark recipe. I mean, I was like, I'm going to put my fucking head in the oven. What the fuck? Just like losing it, screaming, you know, all the classics, just, you know, Jackie being Jackie. I get a DM from the pioneer woman herself, the best sense of humor. And now I love crazy bark. Okay. Woof, woof, bitch. I love crazy bark. I will crazy bark all day, every day. I am crazy bark. The moral of that story is you can talk shit about people and then actually use it as an icebreaker, become internet friends. It's amazing. I'll be at Drum and Ranch one day. You know, I love Lizzo. Want to be friends with Lizzo too, but guess what? I don't want to see that TikTok dance. In a minute, I'm a Nina. In a minute, I'm Put me up. Stop it. You know what else I fucking hate this week? Men with little penises trying to control our vaginas like it's the fucking handmaid's tale. Okay, trigger warning. I am going to tell Gloria's abortion story once again, only because she has shared it herself on this podcast. We call my father, bless him, the miracle baby, because my grandma very openly talks about how she tried to rid him. Okay. I don't know if this story helps or hurts, but it's funny. So get comfortable. My grandma told me, and the whole family, and my father, basically on loop for the entirety of his life, that, you know, he was very much so a mistake. We're talking 65 years ago. So the year is 1958 or something, okay? And Gloria, when she found out she was pregnant, she was hardly, you know, the blushing mama-to-be. She was pissed, angry, and looking for solutions, but, you know, true to form, history repeating itself, didn't have many options. So she had her neighbor, Cookie, who I knew very well growing up, a wonderful woman, an Indian woman named Cookie, okay? So Cookie tried a blend of various Indian spices to try to rid my father. Now, fortunately and unfortunately for Gloria, the concoction of, you know, masala and the coriander did not, did not work. However, it should be mentioned that I was able to cure my COVID-19 with a very spicy, turmeric-heavy chana masala, okay? You can go back and listen. I think it's called Trail of Blood for tips and tricks on how to rid the Rona out of your body. It involves ginger, turmeric, saline spray, oregano oil, a little beluga vodka in the nostrils, dedication, the heart of a fighter, and a positive attitude. I trust Indian people more than any other group of people. That's just the truth. They're onto something. Do better, white people. All you have is fucking Mountain Dew, Braylon, and fucking DiGiorno pizza. I'm over it, okay? So over the weekend on Mother's Day, as my grandma was reflecting about her, uh, her miracle baby, we all were sitting around thinking about my dead mom, having a sensible wood ranch barbecue rib, and looking out into the ocean, and uh, my grandma clutches my father's face in her hands, and she's like, I love you, son. And I'm like, Grandma, remember when you tried to abort my dad? I don't really think that this story is helping or connecting, but the bottom line is that if men could get pregnant 
we would be able to get abortions for free with a free Slurpee at 7-Eleven, at a gas station, at the ATM, at Hooters, anywhere possible. I mean, you could do drive-by abortions and it would be no big deal. But because fucking women get fucked by the system, it, it's I, I can't even talk about it because it makes me I just I, I can't talk about it. Here's one gold star for Texas, and they're far and few in between. Texas has banned Instagram filters. Banned. Illegal. Something about face recognition. I don't really know. Didn't read the article. Just a headline skimmer. But Texas has banned Instagram filters. Wow. That is going to shake things up. I can think about 500 people that are going to be totally fucked. I love this. I support this. I feel like I have been saying this for years. They should be illegal. It's it's fraud. It's facial fraud. And it makes little girls and honestly, adults of any age and men fucking hate themselves. And it's disgusting. And I do not participate. And for all the people that are tan and grainying or coconutting their fucking babies, Okay, they're small children. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of yourself. Okay, baby Braylon doesn't need a face beat, a glossy lip, and a contour. Okay, she's four and a half. Could you let her go through her awkward stage without popping on a Kylie lip kit on the fucking Instagram? It's disgusting. Although I will say I was at a Kentucky Derby party this weekend and I was babysitting my best friend's little girl, Valentina, who's the love of my life. I'm obsessed with her. And everyone's like, oh my God, you like drove her with a car seat. I was like, yeah, I'm not completely inept, you idiots. So I took her to this Kentucky Derby party. I was like, can I get you anything? Do you want a snack? She's three, but she's really like 35. I feel like she could take care of me and like drive my ass around. I feel like she like knows Latin and is going to cure cancer and be president of the United States by the time she's five. Like she's so smart. It's crazy. So I was there early and some of my other friends hadn't gotten there yet. And there were some couples with kids and they thought she was my daughter, which is funny because she doesn't look anything like me, but whatever. So they come over. I had given her like some fruit and I I might've slipped her a Cheeto. She never had one. I was like trying to be the fun aunt. And then she was like, can I have a glass of water? And I was like, sure. So I give her a glass of water. This cute young couple comes out with their two babies and she's like, Jackie, can I have a spoon? I was like, sure. So she's just sitting there being adorable, like drinking her water with a spoon. And I was like, honestly, an amazing diet plan. So this family comes out. They're like, oh, sweetheart, what are you eating? And she's like, I'm just having water with a spoon. And I looked at them and I was like, honestly, summer's coming up and I'm trying to get her bikini ready. So it's only waters and Splenda till June. Am I right? They looked at me, all the color drained from their face. And they're like, have a good day. Not a laugh, not a smile. I'm like, I'm fucking joking, you dumbass. When I do have babies, which by the way, I'm not pregnant. I don't know why I've gotten like 700 DMs this week being like, are you pregnant? I'm like, rude. I'm bloated. And can you say fetal alcohol syndrome, baby? I ain't pregnant. Okay. I'll be bleeding any damn second. And if I have another tampon fall out of me during customs, I'm going to blow my goddamn brains out. Three times in three months is just too much for me to handle. When I have kids, I'm going to buy them those fake cigarettes that I buy and bring to Paris so that I look chic, and I'm just going to have them hold them everywhere we go. 
that's going to be their toys. We're not going to do really arts and crafts. My house isn't really child-friendly. There will be no painting. There will be no chalk. There will be no putty. There will be no glitter. There will be no very minimal toys, by the way, because I don't like a mess, but they will have fake cigarettes. Years from now, if you see a little girl in a hot pink ostrich feather tube top (laughs) with a cigarette and three nannies, just know that that's probably my kid. As you know, eating processed food for every meal is not healthy. Everybody knows that. But for some reason, when it comes to our dogs, we have been tricked into believing that highly processed kibble is healthy food. You need to try something fresh. You need to try the farmer's dog. You know that my precious angel, baby, sexy lover, Leo slash Richard, is truly the love of my life, and I would only feed him the best food possible. He is so obsessed with the farmer's dog that it's almost become a bit of a problem. He's like an addict. He sits by that fucking fridge and just cries because he loves it so much. And it warms my heart. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently steamed in human grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value, okay? Their vet developed meal plans for as little as $3 a day. So all you have to do is tell them all about your precious little angel, and they're going to deliver you a personalized batch of food. It's so great. You have to try it. Your dogs are going to lose their shit. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash Bible. Plus, you're going to get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash Bible to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash Bible. As you know, I'm a regular Diane Sawyer with my finger on the pulse of all the big, hard-hitting news. So this article came out approximately six years ago. There is a rumor on the internet, a conspiracy Illuminati theory, that Anne Hathaway and her husband are time travelers. You're thinking, Jackie, you're crazy. I don't think so. I think there's something to it, so listen up. Obviously, people are very hard on Anne Hathaway, and by people, I mean me. I don't want to say that I spearheaded the movement of the anti-Anne Hathaway, but there was something deeply unsettling about her whole Les Mis. It it was Miz. She put the Miz in Les Mis. It came true. There was something about her that was just overly earnest and very actressy. I will say that she has given me my favorite, favorite Women's Day appreciation post um, of all time. I will regurgitate it every year for all of eternity. If you don't want to know what I'm talking about, you can find it on my Instagram account, Subtle Plug. She doesn't bother me as much as she used to. I think the universe has humbled her. I will say that when she did her most recent Kelly Clarkson appearance and she showed us her crazy, wild, quirky party trick where she just cuts a cupcake horizontally and then flips it over so the frosting on the top is in the middle like a fucking ho-ho or a, what is it called? Ding dong, huh? Ding dong, the irony. I mean, that upset me because I'm like, oh wow, groundbreaking shit, Anne Hathaway. What, you watched a TikTok video on the proper way to eat a cupcake? Cause you love cupcakes. You're not eating a whole cupcake. I haven't had a whole cupcake since 1998. You know why? Cause I hate exercise, but I wanna be gaunt which is a whole other conversation. We're gonna have to save that for next week because everyone's very upset about Kim Kardashian saying that she had to lose all that weight in three weeks. You know what's funny about the internet? Everyone has their vices and their weird shit. Kim Kardashian saying that doesn't mean that people should 
go home and starve themselves. Okay. And we need to be mentally stable enough to understand that what celebrities are doing doesn't, that isn't our roadmap. That isn't the guideline. That isn't the standard. Okay. It bugs the fuck out of me. And then you got Lily Reinhardt just all over the place, really upset. I understand that it is perpetuating unhealthy body image and diet culture. I understand that, but I'm still going to have a sandwich later. Whatever. Back to Anne Hathaway. Okay. So Anne Hathaway is married to this guy. His name is Adam Shulman, a lovely Jewish boy, I'm assuming. So if you look at these photos, okay, her husband, Adam Shulman, looks scarily similar to William Shakespeare. Okay, so what, Jackie? Her husband looks like Big Willie style. What are you talking about? Listen to this. William Shakespeare's wife was named Anne motherfucking Hathaway. In summary, Anne Hathaway and her husband, Adam Shulman, formerly known as William Shakespeare, are time travelers, allegedly. Wow, this episode was a real journey. I didn't even get to tell you guys about my week-long therapy camp. Cliffhanger, you'll hear about it next week while I'll be recording abroad in London. Thank you for listening. Please give us five stars on iTunes. It really helps me. Share on your Instagram stories because I can't get a PR rep to save my damn life, so I need all the free promo that I can fucking get. I will chit-chat with you next week. Have a blessed week.